I'm Jim Huffman, and this is If I Was Starting Today, a collection of conversations about half-baked startup ideas, growth tactics, and stories from founders, including my own journey as a business owner. All of the content is centered around one question. What would you do if you were starting today? All right, today I want to try something a little different. I'm going to get pretty tactical on something that is really a very common question that I get. And it's around this idea of building a growth strategy. And I might do this in a couple phases, but I'm going to talk about where you should start. Because you're like, okay, I've got this idea. I've got this brand. I've got this service, got this SaaS thing that I'm really wanting to grow. Where do I start? What do I do? Now, before you start just growing the thing, I actually want to do a pause and I want to look at the competitive landscape from a 30,000 foot view. So essentially what I'm going to talk about is how do you reverse engineer the strategy of your top competitors so you truly understand what's working and not working today to come up with your strategy. So I'm going to talk about the tools you need to use. I'm going to talk about how you can understand how your competitors are getting traffic, who their exact personas are and how they speak to them. And then most importantly, how they're activating them to turn traffic into actually customers and actually into revenue. So with those three questions, I'm going to hit on the different ways you can uncover this so you can be very confident in the strategy you want to put out there. All right. So the first question, how the heck are your competitors getting traffic? Are they paying for it? Is there free traffic? Are they doing partnerships? So the tools I want to use for this first is SimilarWeb. Now, this is a free tool that you can use where you could take the URL of a competitor. Let's say, I don't know, we're a men's fashion brand and we want to know how a company like Bonobos gets their traffic. You put the bonobos.com URL, pop right into the URL, and then you start to get a lot of interesting information. It shows you how much traffic they get per month. In this case, it's almost a million. 90% of it is in the US. Time on site is six minutes. Average pages per session is eight. And so you're you're seeing some things, but what I really want to hit on are their traffic sources. Now, Bonobos has a lot of direct traffic, and all that means is people know the name and they pop that into the URL. But then you start to see that email is really important for them to drive a lot of traffic. So footnote that, we got to look at the email strategy. The second thing is a lot of search traffic, paid and free. We really need to know the keywords that they're paying for or that they're ranking for organically. And then social is also strong and so is referral. So we want to know what channels, what websites are driving that. Okay, so let's go deep on those. For search traffic, one tool I'd want to use is called SEMrush. And what it allows you to do is really understand some key data points. One is how much traffic they're getting from paid search and from free search, how much money they're spending, the keywords they're bidding on. So in the case for Bonobos, you could see that, wow, they're bidding on men's chinos, men's swim trunks, tuxedo pants, and really start to see where their keyword strategy is and where you're maybe competing with them or where you're not competing with them. And then from an organic perspective, if you're wanting to build up organic traffic, one key component is this idea of backlinks. And all that means is the bonobos.com URL is linked on another website like Business Insider or Wall Street Journal. And what that shows you is, all the other websites that refer to them. So you could see opportunities where maybe you could get a backlink, you could do a partnership, you could do advertisements and really see, hey, if you want to outrank somebody for a specific keyword, really know what you're up against. So those are two tools you could use to understand, hey, how the heck are my competitors getting traffic and where should I compete? 
The second thing you want to think through is who is the persona of the traffic that's coming in and how do they speak to them? So let's go back to SimilarWeb. One tool they have there is seeing the referral traffic that's coming in and it shows you the exact URLs that's sending that traffic. So in the case of Bonobos, you can see that it's Men's Health, it's Gear Patrol, it's Business Insider. So you start to get a better understanding of the persona they're going after. The other thing to call out with you know, understanding how to speak to the persona is what messaging, what language do they use in their ads? So one hack to look at the entire ad catalog of your competitors is go to the Facebook ads library. They have a transparency feature where you can essentially see all the live ads of your competitors. And here's why this is important. When you can see their ads, you can really uncover what their acquisition strategy is. So the things I want to look at is, okay, first off, are they pushing flagship products? So if you're a B2C company like Bonobos, what are they pushing? Are they pushing the dress pants? Are they pushing the shirt? Are they pushing something that's more timely like the swim trunks? If it's a B2B company or a SaaS company, software as a service, how are they trying to get your attention? Is it with content upgrades? Is it with blog content? Or maybe they have a free trial they're trying to get you in front of, or they're trying to optimize to get you into a webinar. You start to see you know, what their offers are. The second thing that I'm looking at is the copy and also the imagery or the videos. Are they doing something that's very professional? So in the e-commerce case, is it e-commerce shots or aspirational photo shoots? Or maybe it's the opposite. It's unboxing, it's user-generated content. Just so you see what they're pushing could give you an idea of what really works. All right, in the spirit of knowing their persona, an email usually is a secret sauce with a lot of these companies if you have a high repeat purchase type of product. A tool you can use is called MailCharts. Now, this one isn't free. Unfortunately, it's paid. But what it does, it allows you to essentially see a roadmap of the entire email strategy. And what that means is how many emails they send in a month, their email uh, cadence of how many times per week, the popular send days, popular send times. Then you can see the email templates, what their exact design is. You can see all their automation flows. That means the welcome flow, the abandonment flow, the free trial flow. And also it shows you of the emails they send, what percentages have promos or discounts. So if you're really trying to figure out what's right for you, understanding what your competitors are doing is extremely helpful. The other thing that I like to do when I'm trying to figure out positioning and how they speak to customers is look at some of the owned assets of your competitors. So go to the landing pages for their ads. And the way to do that is type in their brand name, and usually the top search is an ad. Click on that and see how that differs from the homepage to see maybe different things that they're testing. Do they have ads for specific personas? Are they really pushing a use case or pushing a problem they solve? Or maybe they're just super heavy on promos. The other thing that I want to do is go to their owned social media platforms. And don't necessarily look at their posts, but look at the comments within it. Just to understand, is this a truly authentic community? Or if there's not a lot of engagement, maybe they're paying for it. And if it is authentic, what is that conversation around? What do they care about? And if you really want to accelerate this learning, there's a tool called BuzzSumo where you can put in the URL for your competitor and it'll show you the most shared content by social channel. So if you look at HubSpot, one of the most shared pieces of content was around this website grader that essentially graded your website 
from an SEO search engine optimization and a CRO conversion rate optimization perspective. And that was a really good insight. It's like, wow, this idea of engineering as marketing, making a tool that just adds value was amazing for brand awareness and for lead acquisition. All right. And that leads to the final point. We've talked about how they get traffic, how you figure out who the persona is. But a lot of things people don't think through is they think about their persona, they think about making a pretty website, but how do you get people to take action? Yes, maybe your product or service is so amazing, people just buy it right away, but sometimes you've got to engineer the activation. You've got to really push people to that next step. So I'm going to look at this from two different lenses. If I'm looking at the website of an e-commerce company, here's where I'm keeping my eye on. And it's really understanding how they're getting activated and how they activate customers. So first, when we get to the website, how long does it take for a pop-up to come up if I'm on an e-commerce site? And if a pop-up goes up, how aggressive is that discount? If they have a discount, is it 5%? Is it 25%? That's always a big tell. And also on their homepage, where are they funneling me to? What product has the most real estate or the most emphasis that's probably that you know that entry point into the brand another thing i'm looking for is are they trying to personalize my experience with some sort of a quiz onboarding if you look at brands like third love which has their fit finder that basically makes you go through a quiz to find the perfect bra for you. That's been essential for getting them to the funding they've had. Same with Curology. They do personalized skincare. Their funnel's all about personalizing your experience through a quiz. The other thing that I'm looking for is, as I go to a catalog page and then a product detail page, what are they doing in that product detail page to make me become a customer? If it's a high price point, are they really pushing the quality? What types of images or videos do they use? Is it user-generated content? Is it professional photos? How strong are their reviews? Do they have video reviews? You know, Are they really pushing bundling and free shipping? Just so I can really see what I have to do that's table stakes for the industry. And then also, I'm, I'm quite obsessed with referral programs. And so I'm always interested to see how aggressive companies are with their referral program. And what that means is to invite a friend to tell them about it. What do they do? do they give you 10% off? Do they give you a free product or 50 bucks? Because sometimes that can be the best acquisition strategy is turning your customers and marketers. All right, now let's go to a B2B business to business or software as a service website. I'm doing a lot of the same things that I said with the e-commerce website. But in addition to that, you know, if it's a SaaS tool, I'm always fascinated to see, are they going to just give me the product for free? Do they have the freemium model? Or are they going to push me to a free trial that's only seven days or 30 days and eventually activate me to become a paying customer? Because usually if you're doing that free trial, shorter is better, but you need to give people enough time to get to that magic moment. Other B2B and SaaS companies, instead of going for the jugular for the, the demo or the trial, they might push you to a webinar or towards a piece of content because they know they need to educate you before they sell. So that's another thing I'm keeping an eye on. And the other big thing that I'm doing is I'm going right to the pricing page because obviously you're going to be able to see how they're pricing to see what you're up against. But the other things that I'm looking for is what are those different features they're holding hostage as you have different tiers and try and move up and move down. But maybe the most important thing is if they're doing it right, your pricing tier should be based on a specific persona. And I'd want to know how those personas align with the personas I'm going after. So maybe it's 
I don't know, some sort of um, accounting software. One could be for, you know, the freelancer. One's for the entrepreneur and one's for enterprise. So maybe that's how they're speaking to people. And maybe yours is more for creators. So you could really lean into that so you speak to the persona better. And the, the call out on this, I keep all of this in a Google sheet. It's really not sexy at all. And what I like to do is look at all of the competitors side by side from the traffic levels, the traffic mix, the main value proposition, and then I'll put the visuals next to each other. Because what it allows you to do is really see the entire landscape and start to see some holes of where your product or service could slide in and have a big opportunity to do something special. So hopefully this is helpful for anybody that's really trying to figure out what is the right growth strategy for them. Before you build your own, really understand the competitive landscape, and hopefully these tools and this approach can be helpful to get you to that next level. Today's episode is brought to you by no one. Yep, we have zero sponsors. I haven't reached out to any companies, nor would I expect a reputable brand to give me money, but I'll give a few plugs. First, I send a weekly newsletter each Thursday featuring five articles or tools that have helped me. You can sign up for these weekly updates at jimwhuffman.com. Second, for anyone running a startup, if you need help growing your business, check out Growth Hit. Growth Hit serves as your external growth team. After working with over 100 startups and generating a quarter billion in sales for clients, Growthit has perfected a growth process that's hell-bent on driving ROI through rapid experiments. Plus, you'll get to work with yours truly. So if you want to work with a team that's worked with startups that have been funded by Andreessen Horowitz or featured on Shark Tank, then check out growthhit.com. And finally, I wrote a book called The Growth Marketer's Playbook that takes everything I've learned as a growth mentor for venture-backed startups, and I've distilled it down to 140 pages. So instead of hiring a growth team, save yourself some money, get the book, and you can just do it yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'd love to hear feedback. I'm on Twitter at Jim W. Huffman.